You're listening to Practical Badass, episode 11. On this podcast, we explore how to advance the wealth and careers of women in other marginalized communities in tech. Here, you'll find practical, actionable advice that helps you scale your career and unapologetically create a life you love. I'm your host, Chrissy Battle, and thanks for joining me on this journey. One of the things you're going to see over the next couple of weeks is me transitioning from using the brand Practical Badass to the new brand Salary Savvy. And that is because so much of what we're talking about is about skills that are going to help you increase your salary or skills that are going to help feed directly into helping your career be what you want it to be. And I, I just really liked the, the notion of salary savvy. Once I looked up the definition of savvy, it was practical knowledge. And I was like, oh, well, there you go. Yes, this is practical knowledge about salary and career. That is what we talk about here. And you might be asking yourself why I am changing the brand so quickly. And just candidly, it's because I have been having problems on some different platforms with the word badass, like my account's been getting banned um, and just having some basically logistical issues, which I knew might be a problem, honestly, if I picked this brand name, but I didn't think it was going to be as much of a problem as it is because there are other companies that have badass in their brand name. But instead of fighting it, this community is still small and growing. So I want to go ahead and make the change now uh, before there are more folks coming in to join us. So I just decided to rip the Band-Aid off, switch the brand name. So I'm going to go ahead and be transitioning. You'll see that coming up over the next couple of weeks on the newsletter, here on the podcast, and on the website. All right, that is it for now. Back to the show. In this week's episode, I want to talk about why you need a five-year plan, as well as how to create a plan. And at the end of the episode, I want to walk through my own experience creating a five-year plan because I have been creating five-year plans for just over five years. So I have been able to see my first iteration of a plan to completion, and it was a really cool experience. So I'll share more about that at the end of the episode. So why do you need a five-year plan? You need a five-year plan to help you envision your ideal future. And when you're forced to write something down, it takes your future from being this kind of foggy, nebulous idea of things you maybe want to if you have to write it down on paper, what do I want in all of these really specific areas? It forces you to think with clarity about things that maybe you haven't put that much focus on. You have a general idea of, hey, I want to make more money. I want to grow my career. Maybe I want to move one day. I want to relocate and live somewhere else. But if you're not thinking about the specifics, it can make it harder to recognize opportunities in your career when they come up that would be beneficial and what you want to move towards. So the five-year plan really helps you develop a North Star to work towards. The other piece that I like about it being your North Star is when things get challenging and you feel like maybe you're questioning, is all of this hard work worth it? That plan being your North Star can help you get through those times. It can help be motivating when you're questioning why you have to put in so much work when things get tough. 
And it's showing you I'm doing it because I want to build this future for myself. You can also remind yourself when you're going through a time in your career that's frustrating or hard that just having yourself be a feather in the wind of your career where things just kind of happen to you, that's actually really hard too. That's just as frustrating and you don't have as much control over it. So a lot of this is just picking which version of the hard career do you want? Do you want the one that you're just kind of floating around from thing to thing that happens to you? Or do you want the version where you're very specifically developing and building towards a future vision? I know for me personally, I always want to choose the hard where I feel like I'm in more control and I feel like I'm going to be able to enjoy the results that I create for myself more fully because I know that going into it before I even start the work that I at least have a good idea that I want the end result. The other thing that I like about just the the visioning part, the envisioning of your five-year plan is it helps you create a vision of what's possible for yourself. And the way that I like to do it or that I've done it for my own plan is I try to create something that is audacious, that is so big that it scares me. And when you do your own, we'll talk about it in just a minute as well, but when you're crafting your own plan, when I say be audacious, I mean be audacious within reason. So, you know, it might not really resonate with you and help you work towards it if you just say something like, I want to fly on private jets everywhere within the next five years and live in a $30 million mansion, right? If you're not close to those goals already right now, that might be too big of a goal to aim for at first. So pick something that feels big, but and it feels out of reach, but just out of reach. Like you can almost touch it, but it still feels exciting and scary and you want to work and move towards it. So we've talked for a minute about why you need the five-year plan. Let's talk next about how do you create a five-year plan? What kind of questions do you ask yourself? I love this because it is so simple. If you like to write things down in a notebook for this part of the exercise, you would grab a paper and a pen. Or if you like things digital, you can absolutely do this in a Google Doc, a word processing doc, whatever way resonates with you. I personally do paper and pen. Um, Even though it takes longer to write it out, I feel like I force myself to be more thoughtful when I'm writing it down in pen, (laughs) just because it's harder to erase. So it really forces me to slow down, be thoughtful, And obviously I can cross anything out and revise it if I'm writing in pen. But I just, for me, it's a more kind of tactile, immersive experience. And I like it that way. If you want to do that in a digital document, absolutely fine as well. So the kind of questions that you're going to ask yourself to help you get really specific on what you want is I like to do a visioning exercise. And it sounds a little woo, but it's not. It's very practical. You just are going to sit down with your notebook or your Google Doc, and you're going to write out what your ideal day looks like five years in the future. You might even need to think about that for more than just a few minutes, and that is totally okay. But what I feel like the process of actually envisioning it before I write anything down, it lets me kind of move through a lot of different options to decide what really resonates with me. So once I've done that, once I've written it down, Then I go into really specific questions that I'll pull out from that vision. So the first question that you're going to ask yourself is, what is my salary? And then you're going to just write down in five years, how much money do you want to make? 
And it's up to you if you just want to write down base salary, if you want to write down total compensation, if you want to include a primary job and a side hustle, however you envision that being, you know, the best fit for your life five years in the future, write that number down. The next one is, what is your job title? So for this one, this is where I really want you to push yourself to that place that feels exciting and scary and just out of reach enough, but close enough that it's motivating to you. So for me personally, when I wrote my, and I'll go into this a little bit more at the end of the episode, when I share more about my own five-year journey story, when I first started, I was an analyst five years ago. And at the end of my five-year goal, I really wanted to be a director. And for me, that felt almost out of the question. It felt so far away and I felt like I needed to build so many skills, but that is something that I really wanted to have as a career milestone. So I put it in my five-year plan. I wanted to be a director. So for you, you're going to think about what is a job title that feels meaningful to you. And it's, you know, it's different for all of us, but like what personally resonates with you as the level of job that you want to have in five years. The next question that I want you to ask yourself is, where do you live? So if you're super happy with where you're at right now, it's probably going to be the same place. But if you're thinking that you want to relocate or you envision your life being different in a different city, it's really helpful now to get specific about where you want to be. Because as you're building your career, that is absolutely a way that you can help yourself be relocated. So if you know what kind of job you want and you know where you want to live and it's not where you're currently located, you can look for roles that are willing to relocate you or that have a salary that's high enough to help you relocate yourself. But having the specificity on where you want to live is going to help you keep your eyes open for those types of opportunities. So where do you want to live five years from now? The next question that I want you to ask yourself is, how do you spend your time? And this question can mean different things to different people, but the way that I think about it for myself is, how much time do I spend in my work week? So for my role, my specific goal is I never work more than 40 hours a week for my day job. I have very strong work-life boundaries. And so for me, that's just one of the things, and I did not have that at the time that I made my original five-year plan. So that was one of the things that I had. I wanted to work at a company where I was able to have work-life balance so I could spend my free time away from work without number one, feeling like I was worried about work. So I wanted to have the separation work-life balance in terms of my headspace, but also my time. I wanted to have a very clear cut into my week at 40 hours. And the next one that I personally like to focus on, and you might as well, so make sure to ask yourself this question and see if it resonates with you is, what is my net worth? And I really like this question because the way that my brain works is I love going after specific goals. So when I think about my net worth and I'm thinking about my five-year vision, I, when I do it myself, I want to think about what net worth am I working towards? And that helps me feel like I am on track to the retirement that I want. I am on track to the different milestones that I want to reach in my life. And that really resonates with me. So it might resonate with you as well. So maybe if you have student debt, one of your net worth goals could be to be debt free within the next five years. And if that doesn't feel feasible, but it feels almost feasible, 
that would be a fantastic thing to have in your five-year plan because it helps you think about ways that you could be creative about solving that problem or honestly just making more money obviously would help you pay off debt faster and you would be able to apply pressure to yourself in a productive and positive way to make sure that you're working consistently towards that goal, which can be super valuable. The next question that I want you to ask yourself is, what skills does this new version of me have that I should start working on right now? So what I mean by that is, for example, I talked a little bit about my work-life balance goals. So for me, that would mean that I had to focus on a new version of me that was able to set boundaries with other people that was able to give candid feedback. Another question, if that one isn't really making sense to you, you can just think for the future vision of me, what habits do I need to have? And what that can help you do is figure out what you need to start developing right now so that those habits are fully ingrained in five years and are supporting your vision that you have for yourself. So maybe it's something around how you manage your schedule. Maybe it's a type of discipline that you need to introduce into your life. Or maybe it's something around self-care where you are feeling really burned out and stressed out right now and you might feel too busy to feel like you're able to incorporate any real meaningful self-care into your routine right now. But what's the tiniest step that you can take towards that that you can slowly iterate on over time So then in five years, you've developed a really robust self-care schedule that really supports the life that you're going to have in five years, but then also just your level of calmness and your enjoyment of life. And the last question is similar to the habits question, but a little bit different. So I personally like to think about it differently and separately. So maybe you will as well. And that question is, what does my daily routine look like that supports my goals? So. For me personally, I know what was not on my list was drinking green smoothies and like going to CrossFit and having this really like intensive routine. Mine was more about like, I just want to have a really solid wake up and ramp up for my day routine. It can be something that's going to support your life and the life that you want. And I can just talk about my routine for a second because I love it. And maybe you want to hear about it. I wake up every morning and I make a pot of tea. And then I get my son, I help him get ready for school. Once I take him to school and come back home, I work remotely. So I'm coming back home to start my work day. But before I do that, I make eggs and toast every morning. And then I finish the rest of the tea that I did not drink uh, earlier in the morning. And for me, that really helps me feel like I've slowly rammed into my day. I am I'm a very habitual person. So I eat the same breakfast every single day because I just love it. So going through all those steps, my tea, going to school, coming back, cooking my breakfast, it just really feels like I have given myself the calm kind of headspace to wake up and really be prepared to move into my day. And one last comment on the daily routine that supports where you'll be in five years. The other factor to consider is the season of life that you're in. And I say that because I have two kids and one of them is a toddler. So my routine looks very different than before my youngest child was born because it's just like my schedule is different. It wasn't structured around the routines and schedule of a tiny person. 
And I know that in five more years from now, it's going to be very different when she's more self-sufficient. And so think about that as well, because if you have young kids or if you're helping to care for an ailing parent or relative, or you just have a really demanding job, something that takes a lot of your time and energy, trying to introduce a routine that is so regimented and really intense might just burn you out more. So think about that. Be gentle with yourself. If you're in a season of life that really just needs more self-care and support, then it needs intensity. One of the things that can trip folks up when they make a five-year plan is once you write your original plan, thinking that you have to follow that plan to the letter no matter what. And that's just not the case. In my case, my five-year plan largely didn't change, but this is a living document. You can modify it at any time. What it's helping you do is get that clarity to start working towards something that you really want, that goal that you set for yourself. But if you start working towards it and you realize that that's actually not what you want, you want this thing over here. Now that you've gotten more information, you realize something else would be better for you. Revise your plan and work towards that new thing. That's another function of creating this plan is it helps you revise and edit and really kind of refocus and reset your course to get towards what you actually want so that you're spending your time and your energy in an effective way. So don't feel like you are locking your next five years in when you're writing these things down. You are just setting your five-year intention. You can revise it at any point when you're on the journey and that is okay. That is part of the purpose of creating the plan. And to end this episode, I will share my own five-year plan story. I've touched on it a tiny bit earlier in the episode, but I wrote my first five-year plan in July 2017. And on the plan, I asked myself all those same questions that we just ran through in the episode here. So I wrote down what my ideal day looked like, both my work day and my weekend day. I wrote down my job salary. I wrote down my job title. I wrote down where I lived. I wrote down what my net worth was, how I spent my time, what my habits were. I had such a specific and detailed list and plan of all of these things. And when I first wrote it, I was working at Amazon at the time. It was a very intensive environment. It was an amazing career experience for me, but it was very grueling at times. And I would be able to look at that five-year plan every morning where I had to wake up at 5 a.m. to get ready because I had to drive into the city and it was a long commute. And I would look at this plan and I would read through it and it would help remind me This is why I'm getting up at the butt crack of dawn. I do not love all of the individual pieces of of this. Like I don't love having to get up so early. I don't love having to work more than 40 hours a week. I don't love having this really long commute and having this really intensive job. But reading through this list, I know that I am working towards more freedom and more flexibility and the career milestones that I want in this job that I have right now, even though it sucks and it's hard sometimes, is helping me move towards the goals that I want. So it helps make it worth it. It helps keep me motivated and focused at five o'clock in the morning when I just really, you know, don't want to be doing this. It helps me push through and keep working when things are hard. And after I had looked at this paper every day for a couple of months, I eventually didn't need to look at it anymore because I it was so ingrained in my mind what I wanted. 
And I eventually lost the paper or I lost track of it because I didn't need it anymore. And then in this past fall, so fall 2022, I was cleaning out a bag that I hadn't used in a really long time. And I found this folded up piece of paper in there and I opened it up and I was excited because I realized it was my five-year plan. And specifically, I knew that I had written it in 2017. And even though I had internalized and memorized what my goals were, some of them had shifted a little bit over time. So I was excited to see what I had fully envisioned and specifically written down for myself back in 2017. And I opened the paper and I read through it and I had achieved every single thing on the list. And it just gave me this moment where I could be really proud of myself. And it helped me reflect back on where I was in 2017 and how I could only imagine what I have now. And now I'm sitting in the life that I had envisioned and it just felt so cool. And just, I, I was so proud of myself. I just want you to be able to go through this same experience that I've had to say, yes, if I want to do something hard, I go out and do it. If I need to acquire a skill to level up to achieve this goal, I go out and do it. If I feel scared and I learn to move through it and embrace a mindset of courage and still go out and accomplish the thing that I wrote down on my goal, I'm keeping promises to myself. So really what this plan is helping you do, just a quick recap from what we talked about at the beginning of the episode is it's giving you a North Star. And it's helping be almost a forcing function to get really clear on what you want. And on the back end, it's going to really give you a mechanism, a tool to help show you that you keep promises to yourself. And it's going to help show you that you are capable of so much more than you probably realized. I want to give you a little bit of homework because I think it's so important to make your plan as soon as possible. Once you listen to this episode, I encourage you to create your plan within the next two weeks. So find a couple of hours to yourself, either in a quiet corner in your house or go to the coffee shop and just be heads down for that couple of hours that it takes to get this plan all down on paper or all down in your document so that you can start working towards your really clear goals as soon as possible. If you want a list of the five-year plan questions that I listed in this episode, I put them in the show notes so you can easily, especially if you're doing it in a Google Doc, just copy and paste these directly into the doc. Or if you're using a notebook or a journal, just go ahead and write them in. So in the show notes for the episode. All right. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you have a friend or a coworker who you think this podcast would be helpful for, please grab a link and send it their way. And in addition, if you are enjoying this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you would go wherever you grab the podcast from, whether it's Google or Apple or Spotify, wherever you grab that podcast and rate and or review the podcast, because that helps others discover this community so that we can all go on this journey together. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.